Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Future Is Now podcast. I am your host, Spencer Nakamura, and thank you so much for listening today. Uh, Man, I'm excited for this episode. We're talking about politics, religion, should we mix it? Uh, Kind of a spicy topic here, but going forward, I kind of just want to start talking about more practical things, um, questions that you guys might have. And so speaking of that, make sure if you guys do have questions, you want something talked about on the podcast, just uh, message me, DM me on Instagram at Spencer Knock, and I would love to talk to you guys. It's always great when you guys message me with uh, feedback or support or questions. Um, I always love talking to you guys. Also, make sure that you guys are subscribing to the podcast. How you do that is you just go down below, you click the link, you go fill out a five-star review, tell me what you liked about the podcast. That's the best way um, that we can get this podcast out to the world. And I appreciate all of you that have written a review um, and continue to share it. It does mean the world to me. It's crazy to me that we are still going strong and growing. Um, It's a fun time. And so uh, before we get into the episode, we have a couple sponsors. Number one is my own insurance agency. Uh, Over six months ago, I launched my own insurance agency of life insurance. So if you're looking for a new job, a part-time or full-time where you can be your own boss, get your own hours, and also have a high income potential, uh, we'll train you, we'll pay for it, uh, we'll get you completely set up. So if that's something that you're interested in, make sure to click the link. It's helped me to be able to support my um, passion with this podcast. And so it's been a huge blessing to me. Uh, So if you have any interest, you can always just reach out as well and ask some questions with that. Also, if you're looking to increase your knowledge of the Bible, because honestly, the Bible is very intimidating to read sometimes. And sometimes I, I mean, still to this day, sometimes I read something and I'm like, I don't even know what that means. So this was, uh, this platform was created for that very purpose. Theos University is a platform where they make the Bible simple and engaging. They have a huge library of all different types of topics, including spiritual gifts, evangelism, um, the problems with deconstruction, battle for the Bible. It's so good. Um, there's honestly so much content on there and you can learn a ton of really good hermeneutical biblical foundations. It's amazing. So um, click the link below and you can sign up. If you use the code FUTURE10, that's FUTURE10, you'll get 10% off your first month and you support the podcast all the while. So that's a big win-win. And then finally, we all know that finances play a huge part in our lives. So um, there is a fund that the 1% of America uses. The wealthy people in America use this strategy in order to um, you know, pay less taxes, save money tax-free for the future, secure a legacy for children and kids and generations to come. And so um, if that's on your heart, if you really want to you know, build a base for generations to come and be the person in the family tree that breaks uh, that the generational in the family tree line of poverty and stepping into financial security, Um, make sure you click the link below um, for our free consultation on to how to apply and get started with a laser fund. That's right, a laser fund. It's the best tool, in my opinion, to create wealth and a legacy for your family. So make sure you guys get signed up for that. Um, So if you have any questions at all, make sure you reach out to me again on Instagram, leave a review, but let's get started with the Future Is Now episode today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast, where you can discover your calling live with passion and purpose, and learn how to be the leader of the future. We all have a voice that people need to hear, and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world. If you're here to grow in the things of God and develop a healthy mindset, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's get excited about today's episode.
All right, well, let's talk about it, guys. Should we mix religion and politics? Uh, I think this is a really big uh, theme and idea that's been discussed as of late, obviously because of all the things that are happening with um, with the Roe v. Wade decision. Um, just in general, I feel like this is a common top topic of conversation when it comes to Christians is, you know, do we mix religion and politics? What does that look like? What are the justifications of it? Do we even belong in that sphere? Um, and I, I do have some thoughts about this, obviously. Um, I have thoughts about a lot of things, <laughs> but I guess that's why you guys listen to this podcast. So, um, you know, this is a, it's a widely debated topic in, I'm kind of confused why it is just because I look at things from a very, um, logical, uh, place, right? So I try to be as objective as possible, um, in these instances, obviously I'm gonna have subjective uh, opinions when my, when my faith kicks in and my beliefs kick in, but like practically speaking, I like to look at a lot of things and going forward, this is going to be a, uh, different, um, topics that involve more practical applications. I feel like Christians right now, uh, they're not practically um, capable or able to stand in a world that scrutinizes us. And I think that that's not okay. And a lot of times we we like to consume as Christians a lot of uh, things that make us feel good, right? You know, like, oh, God's loves, God loves us, God's grace, um, church, and how do we fit in there, and using our gifts, and all that. And all that is amazing. We're still going to talk about that on the podcast. But there are just a lot of practical things that have come up that I've gotten questions about or people have said things where it's like, hey, I don't know what to say when this gets brought up. I I have no argument. And so those are going to be the things that we're tackling um, as of late. So should we mix religion and politics? I think it's important to understand here. um, First of all, the when we're defining religion and politics, what do we mean? Obviously, you have you have to know what it is that we're defining in order to say, can we mix the two of them? And also, um, from that perspective, it, it allows us to have a clearer picture. So, you know, when we're talking about religion and politics, all right, what is religion? What is politics? I think we all know, we can all agree on what politics is, right? That's the activities associated with governance. What does that mean? It means uh, uh, policies. It means voting. It means supporting causes. I mean, that's politically what we're talking about, right? Roe v. Wade was a decision made that said that that was unconstitutional. It goes back to lawmaking. It goes back to pro, um, uh, uh, um, allowing some things and banning some things, you know? So we have to understand that that's, that's what we mean politically, politics, right? right wing, left wing, in the middle, conservative, libertarian, um, liberal, all these different things, right? Democrats, Republicans, blah, 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 blah. So that's what we're talking about with politics. Now, religion, um, this could be a podcast of its own. I think religion gets such a bad rap as a word, right? It's like, I'm not about religion. I'm about relationship. And I mean, I understand it to some degree, but also like, if you're about a relationship with Jesus, if you're about a relationship with God, then uh, I hate to break it to you, but um, that's that's religion. <laughs> and just because some people have skewed the idea of what religion is and have almost tainted the idea, the picture of religion, religion in its natural state is um, very healthy. Um, and it's very healthy for a state. You know, I mean, we I could go into it, but uh, everybody thinks that religion is such a bad thing. 
like bad religion. Oh, they hear religion. They're like, ah, that's terrible. When, you know, statistically speaking, religion actually does wonders for a country. In fact, like you look at, uh, I mean, this isn't even the topic of the podcast, uh, but you look at countries that have banned religion or restricted religion, you know, and those are nations like Nazi Germany, communist China, Soviet Russia. So, Religion does wonders, and I'm gonna I sh- I'm going to do a, a podcast topic going forward about how religion really um, takes credit for a lot of the advancements of the Western world, which that'll be a fun one for everybody. But um, religion, we have to understand. Let's 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 look at religion from a biblical point of view, right? Back in you know, let's say the New Testament, because everybody's like, oh, Old Testament religion, blah blah blah. Okay, whatever. Let's talk about the New Testament. Okay, New Testament religion like let's say Paul the Apostle's time, um, it wasn't going to service and coming home and praying before dinner um, and, you know, listening to podcasts and books or reading books and all that. And then that was the end of it. Religion was a central piece to the way that people lived. Religion integrated itself into politics and um, community and culture and um, literally every single thing. It held people together. So in biblical times, in the New Testament, religion wasn't something that people believed. Religion was something that people were. It was every fabric. And so um, I I think when we're talking about religion in today's uh, argument of religion versus politics, I think sometimes it can be um, kind of disconnecting. Uh, It can be something that is able to be removed from somebody, which I will will go into why that doesn't make sense. But um, purely if we're looking at a uh, definition basis, religion is not just things that involve God. It's how our relationship with God integrates into every area of our life. So that's what we're really talking about with religion and politics. And so first of all, when we're talking, should we mix religion and politics? I think there's an argument that's obviously Christians have, and then there's the arguments um, that others have against it that doesn't involve faith, but even those arguments are bad. Um, Number one, I think that politics and religion were never meant to be separate. Now, when I say this, I mean America, right? America never meant for religion and politics to be separate. Uh, and you might be listening. Obviously, people are listening to other places. That doesn't necessarily negate this idea, but I'm just saying that um, from the context of what I'm where we're living, um, religion and politics were, were never meant to be separate. And what I mean by that is um, a big argument that we see in America Right, a big argument is uh, people that don't know the Bible. Obviously, will point to Romans thirteen and say, "Oh, yeah, you have to respect, you know, the government, the governing authorities here. Check it out in, in Scripture, Romans thirteen. And uh, let's just read Romans thirteen together here. Um, it says, "Let every person to be subject to uh, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God." Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists that what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have um, would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive approval. For he is God's servant for good, but if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not 
bear the sword in vain, for he is the servant of God and avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. So the idea there that people say is, yeah, you have to respect the government authority. So if they don't want your religion of Christianity, then you have to be okay with that, which is an argument for another day. However, that was that's never been the stance of American politics. That's never been the stance of America. Um, we have to understand that everything in America, all laws, um, are subject to the Constitution of the United States. Every lawmaking decision um, is based on that. Every law flows from the Constitution of um, America. Um, and so because of that, that has to be the reference point under what we're respecting. Okay, we're respecting our governmental authorities. Well, that is the, the authority in America. And what people don't understand is that the founding fathers, when they created this state, they created a country where people had freedom of religion. In fact, the First Amendment says that there's not going to be a state religion when they could have done that too, but they gave a freedom of religion. So the idea that our government doesn't want us to exercise our religious freedoms is a stupid argument because that's, that was never the case. Uh, one of the biggest arguments with that is obviously the separation of church and state, which is obviously found where? Brrr, nowhere. Okay. I mean, so like if people think that the, you know, separation of church and state is in the Bill of Rights, Constitution, Declaration of uh, it, it's not. You know where the separation of church and state comes from? It comes from a letter from Thomas Jefferson. Uh, one of He wrote thousands of letters, but one letter um, that was going out explaining this idea of separation of church and state. But you have to understand that Thomas Jefferson was also under the assumption that religious freedom was good and the government had no place making a law impending religion. Okay, so we have to understand that, first of all, the idea of church and state was never to keep uh, the church out of the state. It was to keep the state out of the church. And also the separation of church and state, um, it, it's not an argument against Christianity. You know, George Washington, obviously, the OG George Washington said, religion and morality are indispo uh, indispensable supports of our potential prosperity. So we have to understand where we're coming from in that, number one, politics and religion were never meant to be separate. It was meant to be fabricated together. Um, so then the second point of this, and this is kind of where I'll just uh, essentially land because this is how intellectually dishonest this, this idea is. Let's say you, you do believe that, the, that religion and politics should be separated. In my opinion, politics and religion can never be separated. Not because I don't want them to be separated, which I don't, but not because of my personal stance, but because it's impossible to separate them. So let's think about this logically. Like I said, practically, logically. Um, what does that even mean? Because here's the thing. I had this conversation with somebody. I posted something and they said, well, I don't think politics and religion, you keep your, uh, keep your religion out of politics. And you know what I replied to them? I said, uh, you don't keep your religion out of politics. And they replied to me and they said, I don't have a religion. And I said, yeah, you do. Of course you do. And here's why this statement doesn't make sense is because whether you believe in a God or not, whether you believe in a Buddha or, you know, um, I don't know, any other religion or you're not and you're an atheist or an agnostic, whatever, wherever on the spectrum you find yourself there, you live by a moral and a principle and values. 
that's obviously what makes up everybody. Everybody lives by that, right? We, you know, we believe something we don't believe for whatever reason. And it all actually boils down to faith. Everybody has a faith in what they believe in. You might believe that the universe was formed billions of years ago and evolution happened and there was no God in the, the Big Bang. But at the end of the day, you do need faith to believe in that because there's no like there's no absolute proof that that's the case. It's theories. We're all working theories. And same with Christianity is like it's a theory um, or not a theory. It's a belief. But we all cling to faith at some point. And so the idea here is why would you ask the because right now I'm talking the evangelical church in America is being, um, you know, unfairly judged in that way. Why would you ask the church to keep religion out of politics when you don't keep your religion out of politics. That's the whole idea of America, people, is, hey, I vote based on what I believe and you vote based on what you believe. But to ask me to keep my religion out of politics is to ask me to keep my morals and values and principles out of politics. Well, what the heck am I supposed to vote based on? I'm voting based on things I don't believe, right? So let's let's talk about the Roe v. Wade. Okay, keep your religion out of politics, how dare so what you're saying is you just want me to vote the way that you're voting that's all that you're saying is if if i take my religion out of politics i'm taking my core beliefs out of my voting and so then obviously i'm going to vote for what i don't believe in which is your stance so when people say keep your religion out of politics all they're saying is i want you to vote like me i want you to adopt my religion i want you to adopt my beliefs and it doesn't make any sense here's the beautiful thing about um, keep not keeping religion out of politics is that everybody gets to vote based on what they believe. And at the end of the day, lawmakers and decisions are made based on those votes of the people. So that's why I say this idea of keeping religion out of politics is, is, um, incredibly dishonest to say, because what you're saying is you shouldn't believe what you believe. Okay. But everybody should have a right to vote based on what they believe. Um, and so that's really all I have for you. What were we at? Oh, that's, I mean, a little bit more time than I thought, but, um, pretty short episode, but I'm just trying to put out some practical episodes to you guys, just how to respond in different things and really taking apart arguments that are bad, um, and really, uh, deconstructing those arguments and, and finding out what they truly are, uh, which a lot of the times is just fluff and, uh, nonsense. So, um, I hope you got something out of this episode. Um, I believe that Christians are supposed to stand for righteousness. I believe that we're supposed to stand for what we believe in God's truth. It's not going to be popular. And I promise you, uh, speaking from a guy that gets messages about it, it's not popular, but guess what? Um, we have to be more concerned with sharing God's love and his truth than we are, uh, being agreeable to the world, obviously, and to other people. So how do we stand in the gap as a light and let Jesus shine? Uh, we, we stand in the gap and we stand for what's right and what's true and what's righteous and God will honor that. So, um, I hope that you were encouraged by this episode. Uh, I'm going to go back to two episodes a week going forward uh, sometime soon. So uh, stay tuned for that. And then also, if you haven't, please, please write a review on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help pump this podcast out to the world. Uh, thank you all that are listening. The Future Is Now family, you guys are seriously the very, very best. I, I love you guys with all my heart. I pray for you all the time. And so have a great week. Uh, take down these notes and ingest them and, and realize you know, what it looks like to stand firm in a world where politically uh, they want Christians to shut up so I'll see you guys next time on the future is now